know, but we haven't talked in so long. I know. And you know what's funny too? When I was away, I was number one, I was gonna message you on Christmas. <laughs> and then I was gonna message you on New Year's. I was in bed by ten on New Year's. Oh, really? oh my god, I was exhausted. I bet you would have been so tired. Oh dude, so tired. And then so yeah, I thought of you so many I times know. in the last like three weeks, but <laughs> but I just didn't message I you. I know, I know. I was, it's okay. We we're on like the same page. And I was like, oh yeah, I should probably message you. And I was like, oh, she's doing her thing. I'm going to talk to her all the time. That's how I felt about you. Oh, it's love. Welcome to the Out There But Not podcast. I'm Amanda. And I'm Amy. Here you'll find no topic is off the table as we explore spirituality, the paranormal, and our connections with the other side. different vibe today today we are in like where the magic happens we are in my reading room the reading room we're in the reading room yeah i like it Ooh, i just got a little chill did you actually Ooh, (laughs) it's all my spirits they're always here Uh, they're around yeah so excited to talk about today um i just realized i didn't say my hello hello as you would you're giving me maddie you have to do it Hello, hello, hello! Welcome to Out There But Not. I, I, it's getting old. We're no, gonna. It's not. Please never stop. I'll die. Oh my god, dramatic. That was really dramatic. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, we're no. a combo. Yeah, we are. So we haven't seen each other for about three weeks. Yeah, because it was Christmas. Yeah. We wrapped like our last session mid December. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, and you were went away. Yes. You were in lovely Palm Springs, yes, I was. and you know we took our sort of Christmas break, and now mm. we're back at it. But yeah. we've been uh, missing each other. We have yeah. so much to say. Oh yeah, so much. This is gonna be a good year. Yeah, there's so much exciting stuff happening for yeah. us this year. Yeah, and you know what I was doing the other night? Actually, I was gonna message you. It was last night. Yeah, I was. I was watching. Oh. oh. Dang, I forget what it's called, but this new paranormal show that I discovered on a channel that I didn't know that I had. (laughs) Okay, okay. I'm so into this right now. (laughs) I was like, oh my God. And then I just started, I think that we should do a ton of paranormal investigations this year. Girl. A ton. Okay. I've been saying this. I know. I started watching and I was like, you and I would be actually really good at this together. And we would, we would like crush this and so you want to know what I got for Christmas? What did you get? I got an EMF detector. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. But then we also have to have the spirit box to prove. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know we but can I, hear, I did but, like, it, but I couldn't find it. So oh. I moved in. Yeah. So I don't know. It's probably somewhere. But okay. okay. Oh, my God. Yeah. I want to get the light up equipment. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, like I do, you know. I know because I, I started seeing this. I was like, oh, but it would be so cool because then you can actually show to the naked eye like yeah. proof of what you're experiencing. Yes, and that you know, for those of you listening, like yeah. that's been something I think for myself in particular. Mm-hmm. I've felt like I needed validation on, and mm-hmm. it's been one of my struggles. As in, is this in my head? Is this like actually real? Yeah. And so then, when someone else experiences something. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, it's not. So, like, to actually see, Are you measurable, and proof? then you can ha- exactly show that to someone who doesn't have the same yeah. experiences or abilities or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, like that. Oh, I'm so excited in this moment. Yeah, it's only taking you like how long to actually think that that was well, your idea. But you know what, though, you know what really got me going was when we did our believers versus skeptics episode. Yeah, and 
I realized how cynically skeptic I am for literally being a medium. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, whoa, I'm like, I just really am very skeptical. But it was, we were watching the show last night and my partner was like, what do you think of this? Like, what do you think of that? And like, there were certain ones that I'm like, yeah, no, that's, that looks really legit. And then there are other ones that I'm like, they're like, they have, you know, commentators of yeah. this, of this uh, spiritual, you know, ghost caught on camera footage. And they're like, well, clearly this is either a negative entity or something else. And I'm like, or it's just something logical yeah. like this. And, you know, it's just really funny how I automatically go to, you know, debunk. My brain automatically will debunk something, even if I experience it myself, you know, and even... You know, even though I might have the sight or I might feel something, I still investigate it, which is really weird. No, because that's exactly what I do. And you constantly are like, you need to learn to listen to yourself and not be debunking it. But listen to you. You're exactly the same. I am. I am. I am. Yeah. So I am all for this idea. And this is why when we were talking about Salem. Yeah. I know. We're really excited. Yeah, we got a lot. Don't tell them yet. Shit. Okay, you can edit that out. No, it's fine. I'll do it. <laughs> Surprises. Um, a okay. teaser. Just a little teaser. Yeah, teaser. Okay. That's all we're going to leave you with. But today. Today. What are we talking about today? We're so excited because we have yeah. a bunch of amazing questions from viewers that yes. we wanted to ask and answer. Yeah, so I had... Uh, kind of during the winter break I yeah. had put out a Q&A on my Instagram stories yeah and I got so many questions really good questions and truthfully I was planning on responding to them in stories or reels but I really just felt like there was so much juice to yeah. kind of talk about especially quite a few of them and I just I don't know I was like no this is going to be our first podcast because I really want to keep these questions flowing you know like if someone has a spiritual curiosity that we can sit and discuss and answer for them I love that yeah we it's the whole part of the reason we're doing this exactly yeah so we got a ton of questions so let's dive in okay all right so the first one Amanda yep can low level spirits harm you Yes and no is what you responded. Yeah. Typically to <laughs> earlier. Yeah. So I'm going to get you to elaborate on that. Mm-hmm. And then I will also speak to some of my own experiences. Okay, cool. So a low level spirit or low level energy um, is the most, you know, that we would associate with the word ghost. A low level spirit is a ghost. I'll say that. Okay. okay. They kind of vibrate at a certain frequency. Okay. The yes, they can affect you. Yes, they can harm you to a degree. Um, you know, it's not like in the movies where you go to a haunted house and there's a ghost there and then the ghost can like literally kill you. Yeah. Um, a few ways that they can, and I'm doing like air quotes right now, like quote unquote harm you, would be kind of the same way that stress can harm you or that stress can negatively affect you. So they can affect you um, physically through, they can affect your sleep They can affect your ability to focus. They can make you feel kind of distracted, foggy. Mm -hmm. Um, They can physically cause discomfort um, in in your body. Um, They can also, they can move things in your home. So they can startle you or scare you or make you feel uncomfortable. Um, They can also, these would be, you know, depending on the level of frequency they vibrate at or what this low level energy represents, they could scratch you. 
you could have like a physical response to them. If they had enough energy, that would be certainly possible. But at the same time, we have to recognize that a low level spirit slash ghost energy is attached to any noun. So a person, place, a thing or an idea. And so once we understand how something like this can manifest, then we can understand the cause of this ghost-like low-level energy. And so it really just depends on what it's associated to, why it's there, what it's attached to, what noun it's attached to, um, that we would then be able to determine ultimately how it would A, affect an individual, a home, um, and what its purpose would be and how we could remove it or so on. So two things I want to address. Low energy. When you hear low energy, I think sometimes the first word that pops into your head is negative. For sure. um, Which can be, but Mm -hmm. not always a negative energy. So I just want to like call that out. It Mm -hmm. does not always mean it's a negative. It could be negative in the sense that someone who maybe has a negative energy or frustrated about it. And correct me if I'm wrong yeah. on any of that. Yeah. So then that's where that low energy or maybe that negativity is coming. And right. you might actually, like for me, sensing low energy spirit is all of a sudden sometimes checking in with why I'm feeling a certain way. Right. And recognizing, wait a second, why mm-hmm. am I feeling like mm-hmm. off or upset? Or mm-hmm. I've noticed that I tend to all of a sudden feel really anxious. Yes. And then I'm, and unless something's happened or I'm thinking about something, I'll go wait a second, why am I feeling anxious? Right. Right? It's been happening a lot lately. <laughs> Anyways, but why am I feeling anxious? And maybe I'm feeling a little bit off or maybe I'm feeling like yeah. negative about something but then don't understand why. Mm-hmm. I have to check myself and recognize this does not belong to me. This yes. is something else. But then it's just trying to be heard and it's trying to get your attention. Correct. So you can, I don't want to say feed into it. You can acknowledge it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but you don't necessarily want to fully engage with it. That's there correct. is a difference. When yes. you have acknowledged it, you're giving it awareness. You're also um, in control of some type of level of power. But when you start to engage with it, mm-hmm. it can start to mess with you. That's when we talk about right. feeling nervous or scared or people start to have experiences in their home where they start That's to right. feel unsafe. But they actually don't realize they're feeding into it. Energetically, they are. Ooh, good girl. Yes, that is exactly what it is. My yeah. rule with low-level spirits is if you feed it, it grows. Exactly. And so if I'm sitting at home and I hear a noise or I think I see something in the corner and I go, <gasps> and I like immediately that, <gasps> like that vibration, that shift in my fear where my heart rate increases and my heart starts to pound. When I don't feel like I own my space anymore or if I don't feel like I'm responsible for my own energy or what's going on right now. Yeah that feeds those energies it can also help them manifest it can certainly so sometimes you know it's 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 a it's an exchange in quite the way where not a lot of people really understand and you're right it low level sounds negative and again like if I say the word attachment or unable to let go that sounds negative like that sounds like a bad thing but a loved one who has passed on could have an attachment to a piano So do we think that that's negative and maybe they're around the space where the piano is, maybe they touch the piano, right? And so they can still be a low level energy because they're attached to that noun, right? And so it's not always negative. You're correct. But this physical existence, our physical vibration here is the lowest frequency of vibration, okay? And so when I say low level, that means they're the closest to our physical space so they're the most likely to engage with it and affect us the most right yeah yeah I know so um it's even too like when you're thinking about when you're engaging 
with negativity or you're feeding rumors and mm. you're acknowledging them, even negative positively in any way, shape or form, you're allowing it to go, to grow. Same idea. It's just applied in this case to totally. spirit because at the end of the day, everything's energy. Yep. So spirit is energy. Our everyday, how much energy. And everyone experiences how much energy am I putting into this person? How much energy am I putting into this work? Yep. How much energy am I putting into this relationship? Mm. Good or bad, mm -hmm. regardless, it's still energy. You got it. Same applies with spirit. 100%. Oh, I liked that one. Yeah, I mean, that could be an episode on its own, I think. <laughs> <laughs> we but can we have really more questions. <laughs> yeah, we could go on. Yeah, maybe we'll come back to that. We'll see. Um, okay, good. Next question. Shoot. Okay, so... I actually love this one. And this is the most common question I get asked all the time. Are they always looking at us? Like, do we ever have privacy or no? I mean, I want to say yes, we do have privacy. But Amy, I don't know. Do you ever have privacy? Don't you shut it down? I mean, I shut it down. Yeah, my rule is with spirit is when we when I consciously open and close which you know shutting it down you know means like consciously being open to engage with it aka I call it opening the door and closing the door correct also opening the umbrella or closing the umbrella oh, yeah, that's and so one. the idea is that if it's always raining outside okay spiritually speaking it's raining outside okay yeah. now when I close I pop up my umbrella so I'm not getting wet that doesn't mean it stops raining it's always there but under my umbrella Ooh, that's a good one yeah so that is the vibe okay so that's the hence the open and close is the opening the umbrella. Yeah. And closing the umbrella, but in metaphorical the opposite, terms, yeah. the opposite. Yeah. yeah so, yeah, yeah. so, you know, it's yes. Yes. They are always there to some degree. Yes. Now this is the thing here. Now they do not <laughs> watch you do private <laughs> I things. Know, I know everybody's like, going. do they watch me on the toilet? Do they watch me have sex? Like, no. Okay. But this is the thing. They're not bound by our physical existence anymore. They're in spirit. Low level energies, like we just discussed, yeah. can be bound to a person, place, a thing, or an idea. So they can have the idea of an attachment to any noun, which can affect their awareness of our physical situation for sure. Mm -hmm. However, they respond to our energetic frequency way more than anything. So for example... I'm going into detail here. Okay. Okay. Let's say for example, I just had sex and my vibrational frequency is like zoom. Okay. <laughs> okay. They're okay. aware that I am happy. They are aware that my um, frequency, my vibration is high. They're aware of that. Yeah. When my frequency is low, when I'm stressed or if I'm feeling overwhelmed, if I'm feeling tired, they're aware of that. They don't know that it's 10 o'clock and I'm tired. But they feel the vibration of that situation, if that makes sense. So they do have a certain amount of awareness of our frequency, our vibrational set point or our needs. Mm -hmm. um, but they don't necessarily sit there and watch us eat a bag of Doritos and they like, know we should be. We're not putting on a porno and spirits just enjoying it in there for the show. <laughs> right. Exactly. So <laughs> yeah. Rest yeah. assured. But that's correct. Exactly. <laughs> so creepy it's so it's not <laughs> but it's i know and like well when i put it in the porno aspect it is creepy. <laughs> well like for an example one time so when i when i do my readings during my sessions spirit tells me they'll show me um where someone's imbalance on their physical body in the form of like where their chakras are placed where their energetic points are on their yeah. body in particular and so um i 
I know when someone hasn't had sex in a long time. I know when someone needs an emotional release in a certain area. I know that because spirit will show me that. But it's not that it's not literally about they're like, not going. This person hasn't had sex. Yeah, they <laughs> so need to they get need some to get laid, <laughs> <laughs> and then they'll feel happy. <laughs> exactly. It's more about that vibrational point on their body that needs a release. Okay. So. Yes and no in the scale that it does affect our physical environment and it is affected by our physical environment. Yeah. But it's more about our energetic frequency of the result of that, if that makes sense. Cool. Yeah. So. Next. That. Next. I like this one. This is a very common question as well. You and I talked about this one. Yeah. Um, so my mom just passed away last month. How long should I wait for a reading? Yeah, so we've talked about this because Mm. there's a lot of mixed reviews. And I think it, you know, one medium to another medium might actually say two different answers. The mentor that basically we know Mm -hmm. would say it takes about a year Mm -hmm. um, before to engage in a reading. And that is to allow, I think, a couple reasons like allow your own emotions to settle, but also allow spirit to navigate the new environment world, whatever that looks like, mm-hmm. uh, to be able to communicate stronger mm-hmm. because they learn how to communicate a little bit easier mm-hmm. where I'm going to put you correct me, Aim, but mm-hmm. you will say you don't need to wait a year. Uh, no, I don't think so. And, and so again, I I'll say it this way. And what I've what I've found based off of the type of medium that I am, yeah. and every medium is different. Every person is different. We all have different personalities. Spirit knows my personality, and you know. So I think that again, we're allowed to have different perspectives. But what I'm pretty certain on for me is I don't love when we try to make rules for spirit. I. Spirit is a very um, abstract place in its own way. Um, yes, there's structure for sure, yeah. but the universe is creation. Creation is the universe and spirit is everything. And the collective yeah. consciousness of us all is included in that universe. Yeah. We, in this physical existence, are bound by physical rule and law. Okay. Yeah. But in spirit, those things don't really exist. And the higher frequency you go, the deeper you go it can really be an, an amazing wonderland of potential. Yeah, I, I don't think, it's funny, like I don't think spirit is any rules because God, there's been times where I'm mm-hmm. like, can you just not show up here? <laughs> can you not do that? And it's never like the case. So I'm yeah. like, if I create rules, they don't listen. Well, uh, that's another conversation. So that's, I need but that you to just, create boundaries sometimes. You just said exactly what I was hoping you'd say. So for an example, yeah, if I make a rule, based off of my perception of something that rule is true to me okay Okay. and so what I believe as a medium that works for me is when someone passes the best thing to do is focus on your your own individual relationship with that person's passing yeah and how it affects you and how it makes you feel if you were to think of them do you start to you know, really feel all these level, this level of emotion of their loss. Because I can tell you right now, even after a year, you say their name and some people lose it. You know what I mean? So what does really time look like in a way of someone's love and someone's connection to someone? It's unmeasurable. Totally. And healing can take 
a lot longer for some people in certain relationships. And, and sometimes when someone passes, it's a release for some people. And two days later, they're so relieved that that person's not hurting anymore and it feels free. So it really has to do with the person I'm reading and their relationship to that individual who passed. And I have had sessions where someone has passed weeks prior and they are very strong. I've had sessions where someone has passed a year or two and they have to pull their energy forward real hard because spirit goes on their own individual journey. They are on this road of self-discovery in spirit, which is a long one, which depending on their soul's ascension and their connection to themselves can be very diverse. So there's no rule for each person's individual journey of learning. Just like no individual is exactly the same. Correct. So my recommendation along those lines would be think about why you want a reading and what your intention is for connecting with that person. Are you still in a state of pain and suffering yourself because of their loss? And how severe is that level? Sometimes we can still mourn someone's loss decades later, Mm -hmm. but our acceptance in that thread is, is pretty solid still. You know what I mean? Totally. It just really depends on the person. So I would say it's based off of your own feelings, but also when you come see a medium, your expectations should be to connect with spirit to receive guidance from loved ones and to connect deeper with your own self. And depending on, you know, where that spirit's journey is, it will represent itself. So, yeah, I mean, I've also had uh, readings with people who the loss is extraordinarily fresh for them. Right. And it's a very emotional place. And that can be really, really hard for the person. Yeah, because it's hard for them to process. They're still trying to process just the grief and the death Correct. in itself. Correct. Let alone spirit communicating, even yes. though sometimes you want that comfort knowing that they're okay. But sometimes we're not actually ready for it. You nailed it, dude. Exactly. So it's that's a tough one to answer. I don't feel like there's a right or a wrong because for the physical person, for the individual who's lost a loved one, and for the loved one in spirit themselves, there's a journey taking place on both sides. And that's something that we cannot make a rule for, it, for, yeah. for me personally. Yeah. I think, though, so maybe if you're sort of sitting in this position where you're like, I want to get the most out of my reading. Is there mm. a particular timeline? I think you need to check in with yourself yeah. and ask yourself some questions mm-hmm. versus how long do I have to wait till this person passed? Mm-hmm. Where are you mm-hmm. in this grief right now? Mm-hmm. Are you constantly crying at the drop of a hat? Are you angry? I mean, these are all grief. This yes. comes with grief and this is super normal and totally okay. Yes. Are you able to hear this person's name? Are you attached to wanting so desperately a particular um, acknowledgement? Mm-hmm. You can sort of put it out there, but you can't necessarily expect it to set yourself up for disappointment. Totally. You're not ready, in my personal opinion. Yeah. And I think being self-aware, which is sometimes really hard in the foggy days of grief, yeah. but to try to check in with yourself mm-hmm. and then also... I think it doesn't hurt to give the person that passed a little bit of space to figure out this journey. It is a journey. Yeah. And we're all eventually going to come to it. And none of us really know the answer. Mm -hmm. We have an, you know, you and I maybe have some idea because of experiences that we've had and, Mm -hmm. but we don't know the answers at all. And I'm sorry, anybody that claims to know all the answers, 
You're full of shit. (laughs) Like, I'm just going to put it out there. Like, if someone's claiming that they know everything and anything and they're not skeptical, even if they have their own experiences, you should probably run and find someone else. Yeah. Maybe people are going to... This world might not like that. Modesty can go a long way. No, like you got to be real about it. So just maybe check in with yourself, Mm -hmm. if anything. For sure. Yeah. I hope we answered that because that was a really good question and an incredibly common one. Very relatable question. Super relatable. Mm -hmm. Next question is, I see feathers often. I believe this is guidance from my guardian angels. Oh, I love this question. So sweet. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And I love what has been said here and that I believe this is guidance from my guardian angels. A sign to Amanda might not be a sign to me. Yeah. We have our most common spiritual signs. We've talked about this in previous podcasts. Maybe we've dabbled a bit. Yeah. I think you mentioned it. Kind of the most common signs from spirit would be birds feathers hummingbirds butterflies ladybugs dimes sometimes pennies you know things like that however there's lots of signs and ways that spirit can communicate with a specific individual person there are certainly common ones like i just listed yeah did i miss anything would you add to that you said hummingbird you said birds i did say hummingbirds yeah you did say hummingbirds Mm. no feathers yeah i think ladybugs butterflies butterflies Pennies, dimes. Mm. Yeah, no, I think that's the most common Those are that definitely most, most common. people experience. Mm-hmm. Or maybe if you don't pay attention to that, mm-hmm. you might start paying attention and might start recognizing, oh, wait a second. Mm-hmm. Whenever I'm thinking of someone or maybe I'm not even thinking about them, but I'm missing someone or was having a hard time the last couple of days and I'm in the zone and all of a sudden there's a butterfly that floated by my window. For sure. I mean, you could say, oh, what a coincidence. Right. Or the you skeptic can. could go, well, you're looking for that sign. Yeah, totally. But when they, if you start to pay attention and they start happening really frequently, you'll mm-hmm. start to like listen to yourself mm-hmm. and, and give that a little bit of acknowledgement. Well, to me, that's that's really the case about life, isn't it? You know, as for the person and perspective overall, right? How ironic when I'm driving home and I hit every red light and I go, oh my God, isn't that funny today that I'm hitting every red light and seeing it as a sign or some type of, I just need to slow down today type vibe. Or if I'm like, dang it, <laughs> another red light. And I'm just freaking out and I'm just seeing it as a negative thing, then that's how I'm seeing it. So it really is based off of perception absolutely yeah we we don't need validation or permission when something hits the mark for us emotionally when it really when it gets us that feeling is correct that's the feeling yeah it's not about getting permission from anyone else to say that it is totally and they can be other signs like a really good example like Mm -hmm. my sign is that when my dad passed away it was sort of one of those anyway i love this story yeah so It was a little traumatic, obviously, because all of a sudden we're in the emergency room and I know that my dad's passing and Mm -hmm. I sort of started panicking and you start to think of all the questions you want to ask, you want to know. And uh, my dad was an outdoorsy guy, hunter, fisherman, like, you know, love animals, etc. And so I said, Dad, how am I going to know it's you? What animal are you going to come back and show so I know it's you? And just so you know, I've never seen rabbits ever in my life. <laughs> and so like ever in my life, my dad says a rabbit and I'm like, what? And then my mom and my brother and I are like, what? We've never seen a rabbit. Like, and I automatically like, dad, I have deer in my house. I have birds, like pick a bird, pick a deer. And he laughed and he goes, no, you, you won't. He's like, you're so funny, but then you'll know it's me. Um, and then I 
you know, was like, oh, I'm never going to see a rabbit. So much so that, you know, I had planned to get a tattoo. And a year and a half later, I did get a tattoo of a rabbit. So I was like, I'll always have a rabbit. That was sort of my thing. Mm-hmm. However, the very next morning after he passed, we were all together. And lo and behold, what did we see? <laughs> never have seen. What did we see? <laughs> a rabbit. And then my dad's best friend, who was like a brother, mm-hmm. you know, we shared the story with people that were really close. And he was very attached. Him and my dad were very tight. Mm-hmm. And he called my mom. And he was driving through Richmond. He'd never drive the same route, never seen rabbits. A field of rabbits. <laughs> well, my brother, like a couple weeks after on a job site. All of a sudden, sitting having his lunch, and a rabbit pops up and comes and stares him in the face. And my brother, who you know isn't as spiritually in tune as you and I, but yeah. makes joke made a few jokes like, "Okay, Dad, I see see you, but you're kind of getting creepy, just staring at me now. It's time to like go." Like, and now I see rabbits all the time. So not the typical signs, yeah. But you can sort of start what what sort of a sign that would maybe resonate with, with you. you. In this case, I asked and you know it's funny because you know it's rabbits and that didn't seem but now whenever i see a rabbit yeah and maybe it's sometimes fluke i don't think so no but i just always know my dad's with me but even if it is a fluke how nice is that you know what i mean feel warm and exactly you're just like oh they're still there right so you know or maybe it's a song yeah like maybe there's a song that when all of a sudden you're missing someone there's a song or there's a phrase that means something to you and mm-hmm. all of a sudden that song comes on the radio. Mm-hmm. That's not a coincidence. No. That's not a coincidence. So signs can mean be from anything from your typical belief of signs, but they could mean something completely to you. It's just if you start to listen and pay attention to it. Right. Exactly. And sometimes it'll knock your socks off. You know, you won't be expecting it. And there it is. And that's what I love about spirit. Yeah. It's yeah. So honestly, signs are kind of my favorite thing because they always come not when you're expecting it. And it's just a reminder that, yeah. yeah, we're here. Yeah. You're not alone. Yeah. And a sign is just for you, you know, like taking it and accepting it and embracing it when it happens and just uh, having so much solace in that moment for you and that sign. That's really, really special. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. It's very cool. Mm hmm. Loving these questions. I know. They're so good. Yeah. So next one. And you know, I will say to you guys, I'm sorry. I received a lot of questions and I won't, we won't have time today to get to all of them, but we can circle back. Great. Another one. So I've been seeing 22 several times a day over a year. Ooh, this is a good one. Is that a sign from the other side? What are you thinking? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> I don't I'm, know. I'm, I'm sorry why I'm, I hesitated. I'm sorry. I'll say it this way. <laughs> I'm like slightly perplexed on this one. Okay. So again, no, no, no. We just kind of answered that. I will say that. Yeah, we did. Right. Because it's what it means to you. That's correct. So this is one thing that I will say about the number thing. So 444, you know, 111, right. all these things. The, the angel numbers. Okay. That. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, so, but people say, well, if you see 444, this is what 444 means. And, and 222 is this. And 323 is this. And so they, again, we try and make rules for things, which I understand to a degree. And we can talk about numbers and the meanings of things. I also yeah. had a, I kind of get like a little pissy when we talk about what a dream meaning is defined by. Like, there's a lot of things, okay? So yeah. how a spirit communicates with you is based off of how something makes you as an individual feel, okay? So just like me, my own particular perception of things is how spirit communicates with me because they know what my emotional response will be to the color orange, and that's the message they are trying to convey, okay? Yeah. And so 
when it comes to numbers, okay, the best way to, and regardless of what the numbers mean, we're not going to get totally into that today. We could another time. Okay. Um, but regardless of what the number itself technically is supposed to be defined as meaning, what it actually means is where you are at that time is exactly where you are supposed to be. Oh, very cool. Yeah. It's kind of like just knowing that you are where you're supposed to be timing wise. Just like confirmation. Correct. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And more about your journey in, in time than anything. Okay. Mm-hmm. Next question. This is an interesting one. Amanda was like, hmm, this made her, this made her <laughs> Wait, ponder. Which one is it? This, this question is, I was told by another medium to keep horned, horned oh, yeah. things out of my house. So like a unicorn or a rhino pictures, etc. Is there truth to that? Okay, so we were, okay, honestly, when I think of horn, I think of, like, naturally some, like, crazy movie with, like, the devil, <laughs> <laughs> like, that's coming out of, like, a horn, like, oh, I can't even think of the name of the movie, so, like, when I first heard that, I was like, are you talking, like, devil satanic, like, questions, but then you said it's a unicorn, unicorn or a rhino, so I, just, so I was like, okay, no, <laughs> but, like, I have an antler Me that's too. in my house, like, yeah, I have a deer antler in my yeah, house. and I grew up with, yeah, you know, Sorry to all you like vegetarians, but my dad was a hunter. (laughs) (laughs) Like he did have a couple deer heads on the wall. Did he? Oh my God. Yeah. Like taxidermy, like deer heads, like real ones. Yeah. They were that he had hunted and that, and Mm. when I wasn't, we're going on a side story here, but growing up in, you know, high Mm -hmm. school, Mm -hmm. I had my friends come over and my dad had like two deer heads on either side of the fireplace. And I was like, so embarrassed. (laughs) And my dad and people go, oh my gosh, like, okay, this is a little weird. But my dad went away one weekend for I don't know wherever. And I was like, forget it, mom. We're taking these down. So I like took the deer and stuff. And my dad came home just in awe. Like, what just happened? Like, it's like his pride and joy. He's so proud. And my dad was not a sport hunter. He's very respectful of all animal meat and everything. But it was just so funny. So I've, yes, always grown with horns. And I don't believe any negative Again, it's, it's attached so, to it unless it's what you feed it. So horns can represent uh, anger or aggression, <clears throat> or like a fighting nature. Oh. So, or like self-defense kind of like that idea. And we think of like animals, right? Right. And so, but on the flip side, horns are incredibly resilient. They represent strength. Uh, we think about when an animal passes Sheds de- as it decomposes, yeah, but the horns don't they? they that's don't correct. Do. They're resilient, right? Mm, and so really cool. it's more about strength, timelessness. It's about um, almost like long lasting or the notion of strength and resilience over time. Okay. So on one hand, I, and so it's interesting that the question is referring to a medium told this person to remove these things. The only time that I feel like that would matter if I was doing a reading if I was the medium yeah that said this it would be if there was a challenge energetically in the home a uh, circulating around anger frustration and expression of those things that would be the only kind of piece that I would say well that's why the medium potentially said that because they don't want any negativity contributing to that that's right. I could see why, because what we have in our space can, can affect us. So if I tend to have, you know, maybe anger, frustration, rage challenges, 
having horns around might not be a great idea energetically. However, it's your awareness of that being around. So let's say, for example, I want if if someone says to me, Amy, you've been really angry lately. You should remove all horns and focus Mm -hmm. on, you know, looking inward and not having outward aggression. And I go, oh, interesting. Now I have awareness of that. And I go home and I remove everything that represents anger or something like that. It's just like a cleansing. Correct. It's so yes and no. It's your awareness of it, more or less, and how it affects the person who's experiencing what that represents ultimately. So you don't have to take it fully literally and the fact that no one should have horns. That's right. It's just something like everything always be aware of something and what does that mean to you and how is it contributing to your energy or the energy of the people around you that's correct spirit or not right these are good questions we're getting through them amanda okay where are we at next question is your spirit guide one spirit or can it be multiple spirits Ooh, i love this one (laughs) what do you think multiple yeah that's correct (laughs) (laughs) i was like i don't even have to like say one i know that one like hands down they're Every person has kind of uh, a spirit crew. That's what I call them, a yeah. spirit crew. Now, there are it's different... It's like your posse. Yeah, it's like your... Yeah, your posse. And, and your posse... Oh, sorry, I'm interrupting. But, yeah, like, yeah. it can be, like, a, a 10-year-old boy yeah. to, like, an 80-year-old woman. Like, it, it, they're, like, angels, like, spirit guides, like... They can be in the form of creatures they, and animals. Yeah. Oh, actually, I don't realize that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm having a aha moment right now. I did a reading for someone. I was like, you're like freaking Snow White. You have like all of the <laughs> woodland animals around you right now. And it was like intense. Like her guides were in like animal form, which was really interesting. But I will say that everyone has at least one, if not two, one for sure, lead guides. Yes. Main one guide for sure. And can your past loved ones contribute to this crew? But yes, they can. is not necessarily like leading the pact per se. That's correct. So past loved ones can choose to follow you in your life in the form of a guide. That really depends on their spiritual uh, experience, uh, experiencing themselves in spirit and deciding where they want to ascend and how they want to engage with themselves in this physical existence or otherwise. So, yes, loved ones can choose the road of a guide for you for the rest of your physical existence. Now, your main guide has been with you since your very first life experience, okay? Your very first soul's journey when you were a new soul. And they have been with you along the way every single time. The other guides, the other part of your crew, you pick up along the way. You pick up as you move forward through this experience of life. Yeah. Your soul's journey in and out of this place. I love, we should actually do a whole session on spirit guides. Okay. Yeah. Done. Okay. Last question. Okay. Yep. Is there a way to encourage certain spirits to come through? Do you want to answer this one or do you want me to answer this one? Yeah. Well, what do you think? I mean, hell yeah. You think so? I'll, you know, see, oh, she's <laughs> like, no. I think there is a way to encourage, but I think you also have to be in a, in a place of being able to recognize. And you also can't have, this is expectations. Like, mm. I don't believe that you can say, I want, <laughs> this is funny because you and I 
I was like, I just want them to show up again. Right? right? Like you can't put expectations. So I've had clients that bring in items from a loved one. Oh, I know where you're going with this. I wasn't even thinking along that line. Yeah. So they'll bring something in their pocket or they'll wear something of the loved ones. Okay. Yeah. And sometimes a spirit, I call them out on it immediately. Or, or I won't know that it's theirs, but I'll, I'll refer to it and they'll, they'll affirm that that's why they have it or whatever. Yeah. But then other times they'll have something in their pocket and spirit won't even mention it at all. And maybe they'll talk more about uh, past experiences or parts of their relationship or their bond or that person's individual trajectory, not the watch they have in their pocket. Right. And, you know, again, there, it's an hour session and we got to go home, you know. So depending on the length of time, sometimes these things might come up and then sometimes they don't, you know. So it just depends on how prevalent it is based off of that person's journey and what that individual person needs to hear. Spirit knows what you need to hear. Some of them truly don't give a shit that you want validation about the fact that you have their watch. So they can do it in a roundabout way. Sometimes it's not always specific. It's funny. Again, you're right. It's like that point of having an expectation when you go in. Um, And And I think that's specific to a reading though. I think they... For sure. Like I was... What I was referring to earlier is that you wanting to connect them with yourself. So if you're putting it out there hey i'm listening or Mm -hmm. hey i want to connect with you Mm -hmm. and when we talk about signs Mm -hmm. all of a sudden if you start to pay attention signs might show up that that's a form of communication correct that's sort of what i was referring to okay we got to wrap this okay sorry we have to go (laughs) amanda's getting her hair done (laughs) amanda has a hair appointment to get to so yeah i think it's really i love these questions yeah we got to do more questions yeah, this was honestly fun. And it's good for us, too, because then we further understand, like, what you're interested yeah. in. You know? Mm-hmm. I think it's always awesome, too, because I think the, one of the dynamics that I love about us, obviously, you're a working medium. Mm-hmm. But I think there are also a lot of, like, I obviously have a lot of experiences and things that happen, but I am not a work. Stop rolling your eyes. A working medium. <laughs> but I have a lot of things that happen, and I know there's a lot of people... Mm-hmm. I feel like it a lot right now, like around that are having their own experiences trying to identify. And I oh, think there's a movement, right? So I think it's just having the validation. So, you know, I hope that yeah. just answering some of these questions gives some validation to you of maybe what some of your questions, concerns, or just curiosity yeah. and understanding or help you on your own journey. Even yeah. like I know for me, one of the things through my journey is always searching for anyone I could find that had something similar so I could feel validated or I could feel like, hey, I'm not the only one and not alone because it can feel lonely. And so that true that we are trying to accomplish by like, you're not the only one or maybe you want to be more open or the person that you've lost is not alone. It's not black. We don't know the answer, but it's not black. It is not. This was a fun one. Welcome back, everyone. (gasps) Happy 2024. Bye. Bye.